Well, as you know, Friday was D-Day for making your submission to the government on pricing agricultural emissions. Lots and lots of farmers did, lots and lots of businesses did, and also lots and lots of agricultural entities did so. I think one of the best I read over the weekend was Rabobank's one, and Todd, I was, Todd Charteris is joining us, the Chief Executive. Todd, I was worried you might go a wee bit woke on me, but uh, you gave it to the government, and I think in your submission you hit the nail on the head and it probably reflects what farmers are telling you. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, look, thanks, Jamie, and thanks for the compliment. Um, and look, you know, our intention wasn't to give it to the government. Our intention is really to, to play it back through the eyes of our clients. And uh, so we've spent a lot of time uh, speaking with farmers over the last little while. Uh, you know, we've got four client councils, which we've been consulting with too, just to get a feel for what's really going on out there. So, our submission reflects uh, some of those concerns, and uh, we've put those forward. And, and um, look, I think uh, it's been a big focus for us and, and many other uh, organisations and individuals, and because it's such a, uh, I guess, a critical point, and we've just got to get this right. And it feels, you know, certainly with the uh, response uh, from the government previously was there was just some key things that we really um, took exception to uh, on behalf of our clients. Yeah, and those were the minor tweaks. Um, look, basically you're saying it's just not fair and equitable at the moment, and you are encouraging the government to re-look at the timing of this. Do you think, uh, regardless of who wins the Treasury benches next year, 2025 is just too early to implement this? Well, I think it just feels too rushed, you know, and one of the one of the points that we sort of make here is that... Um, you know, we shouldn't push for an arbitrary date if we're not ready. And um, and I know the government's response previously was, well, you know, if the industry's not ready by sometime next year, uh, we'll move to a sort of a transitional uh, processor-type levy. But, you know, we actually think that's um, just going to be a distraction. It's going to um, take extra time and resources away from actually getting a framework in place that is fair and equitable. Well, I think the key paragraph in your submission is saying the latest proposals as they stand would unduly penalise farmers and the communities in which they live and work. And you are right because it's going to have a big downstream effect on rural communities. And let's have a look at some of those numbers that you've thrown out. And these are actually the government's numbers. So changes in net revenue, 6 to 7% down for dairy, 18 to 24% down for sheep and beef. Uh, changes in production, pretty similar to those numbers as well. This is, this is catastrophic, uh, not only for the farming community, but I put it to you for the New Zealand economy. How dumb can this lot be? Well, and that's right, they are, they are the government's numbers, and so we've just played them back. And, and I think that's the point, right? Like we need to uh, preserve uh, the economic um, uh, positives that uh, the sector contributes to, and, uh, and and you know for the whole for the whole um, economy and, and social fabric of New Zealand. So I think that's really important. So we've kind of called that out and um, uh, and said, well, you know, we've got to get something that works. We've got to get something that incentivises um, farmers to do the right things. But it, but it can't come uh, at, at the risk of um, uh, damaging. Uh, and, and taking away viability of, uh, of New Zealand farming businesses uh, because that just destroys uh, economic value okay. for the country. Exactly, and we are committed to the Paris Agreement, which supports reducing greenhouse gases, but not at the expense of food production or security. Look, I, I think the biggest issue and the biggest feedback and bite back I'm hearing from farmers is around on-farm sequestration. They're saying it just ain't fair. 
Yeah, and, and look, we completely agree, and uh, we've called that out, and uh, uh, and we've got to get that right, you know, because uh, uh, if farmers are going to be, you know, face a price for all the emissions generated from their farming systems, it's, it is completely only fair and, and equitable to recognise all the sequestration that takes on uh, takes on place on the property as well. So that yeah, we've just got to get that right, and it's complex, but we've got to find a way to get it right. Well, eagerly await the government's response to submissions to its response. There's a lot of responses happening here, isn't there, Todd? Uh, to Hiwaka Ekanoa, it's easy to get confused, but I suggest people uh, go on to your website, have a radius submission. I think you nail it. Interestingly, Todd Silverfern Farms wants sheep, sheep and dairy farmers to be given a, a transitional discount on any methane pricing introduced by the government as a part of its pricing of agricultural uh, greenhouse gases. So it's interesting reading some of the industry response. Look, I'm out of time. Thanks for yours and thanks for responding on behalf of the rural community. No, thanks, Jamie, and good to talk as always.